Okay, so we're live. Welcome to the Magic Minds podcast. I'm Matt Bork. On the show today is Carolyn Harvey from ISA Nutrition. Carolyn, what's the crack? Hey Matt, how you doing? Welcome back on the show, Carolyn. I'm absolutely delighted to have you back on the show. Uh, I've asked Carolyn to come back on the show today because I've been working with Carolyn the last 17 weeks. Uh, we started out with a fat loss program. So I've asked Carolyn, because she's an expert in weight loss and nutrition and body fat reduction, to give me a dig out. So uh, that's exactly what we're going to do today. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about my journey, because a lot of people have asked me, the people I teach classes with, my friends, family, people have uh, gotten contact on Facebook and asked me, you know, I heard you were doing this, what have you been doing? So I just said the best thing to do would be to get Carolyn on the show again, and we'll do a review together. I will talk my, from my experience and a lot. I'll get Carolyn to, to talk through her approach, the way she did it, and what were the skills and tools and all the bits and bobs that go with it that, that got me along to the 17 weeks. Uh, yeah, because it's been an amazing uh, 17 weeks, I have to say, so I'd like to share that. And then also just to get Carolyn back on the show again to talk about a few other things, her business, how that's going, her ethos, the way she approached. She's now working with different disciplines, you know, different sports, bodybuilding and uh, weight loss as in me body fat reduction and uh, guys doing powerlifting boxing so she has a, a wide range of experiences from different sports and that's where our company's kind of going at the moment i want to kind of tap into that kind of get her uh, uh information and knowledge over on what way she her approach actually her approach to all these different disciplines so look carolyn when i came to you and it wasn't the first time that you've worked with me I came to you uh, 17 weeks ago and I was after being part of a, a research project this guy was doing body composition and uh, calorie needs for certain weight types uh, and he asked me and I got in a bod pod and my body fat percentage was 20% I was a little bit surprised by that I was because like, I thought it was rocking around at about 15 and uh, I said to you do you know what I wouldn't mind linking back in with you actually you were getting your company just off the ground and you were saying perfect timing I want somebody to work with that to show that the skill sets that I have now there's no doubt that they work but just to say look I've worked with this lad and uh, put him on a program and these are the results great mm-hmm. for your business isn't that the approach we want yeah, to go with definitely yeah so uh, I came to you and said I want to reduce body weight or body fat and I actually know I actually said to you that I wanted to be stage ready mm-hmm. now I'm not saying I wanted to go on stage be a bodybuilder I'm not saying I'm not knocking bodybuilding either I didn't that wasn't my approach but I wanted to get down mm-hmm. to that lane I've mm-hmm. never I've always done it myself and I've got down a certain amount you know I've done low carb I've done high carb I've done all these different uh, different diets over the years and plus I have a background in sports science and nutrition and all that kind of stuff but I just couldn't get beyond a certain point and then I, that's what I said to you was I want to be stage ready. I want to be that lean. I want to be like single digit uh, body fat mm-hmm. percentage. So what was your approach when I said to you? What was your ethos to do that for me? Well, considering we have known each other a while and I sort of knew what food you liked as well. I know you like some high fat foods like steak and things like that. So when I was working out your calories and your macronutrient intake, I worked out your protein first. And then after that, I thought, well, I know Matt likes, and well, I kept your fat at the higher end because I know that you like higher fat. And then the rest was made up of carbohydrates because obviously 
the carbohydrates are important because you're you're training five days a week with weights so they have to be in there yeah. um what i didn't want to do was cut your calories down too low either um so it was like a steady gradual fat loss over the weeks that we've been working together nothing too extreme and also then you know working with you to make sure that you made sure that you were getting a wee a few things in there that you liked so that you could stick to it basically yeah my own personal experience is you need to work with a person where they are what are they what are they open to changing first and then gradually, at, over time, they give they become more open to changing things as you go along. Yeah. Uh, so, first and foremost, I, as I said to you, we've worked together before, and I've come to you because, as as I say, I have my background in nutrition, sports, and all that kind of stuff. So it's mm. very hard to go to somebody else uh, and say, you know what, you tell me what to do. But I had to leave my ego at the door, and mm. I've done a small review of this on a podcast before, but. I have to say, you know what? Yeah, you do have the knowledge, but it doesn't mean you can always apply it to yourself. And I know what our personal trainers and bodybuilders and all these people might say, no, you should be able to do it. That's the business in. I learned all this stuff, which not, I also had a life before all this that has impacted on me, like my mental health difficulties, mm-hmm. my own struggles. So then to just apply these theories and knowledge about nutrition and science onto yourself mm-hmm. and dis- disparage all the other parts of my life I just couldn't do it and that's why I went to you and I had to say do you know what I can't actually do this on my own I can do it with other clients and I can be strict and diligent with them and mm-hmm. linear and you know apply my knowledge but when it came to me I just couldn't do it as well you know I've done a lot of them you know me and used to we have the laugh I was a, a low carb zealot I was mad for low carb uh, and then to go to you and then yours was a flexible approach it was difficult at first because I, but it's because I trust you and I trust your knowledge and the experience that you have doing the competitions, your scientific background, your education. So it was, there was, there was a lot in it for me. It wasn't just about mm. applying, applying a new diet to my life. It was actually changing how I behave and how I talk. Yeah. You know? Uh, so yeah, you, we started off the first four weeks you gave mm. me my me macronutrients mm-hmm. you gave me my breakdown of carbs fats and proteins and i had to go off and stick to that you gave yeah. me a budget for the week you know yeah. but you also factored in uh a thousand calories wasn't it you took that from during the week for my date nights yeah. if i wanted to go any dates on saturday night yeah and i uh i did go on a few dates but the uh the thousand calories turned into 1500 mm-hmm. calories 2000 calories mm-hmm. 3000 and I wasn't being diligent. And that's exactly what I did when I was doing it myself. Yeah. I used to be brilliant during the week. And then at the weekend, I'd have a guest and go, oh, well, that looks like this and that looks like that. And then I said to you then after four weeks, do you know what, Carolyn? I think I'm going to have to knock these nights out mm-hmm. on the head. Uh, the, the thousand calories will turn into two, three. So then I think it was only at that point that it got a little bit easier. It got easier because this has been the easiest cut or weight loss program I've ever been on mm. why is that well I think with a it's always a bit easier when you've got somebody in your corner as well and you've got a wee bit of emotional support I think it always helps I'd certainly when I'm cutting for competition and stuff like that I've got a couple of people that I always check in with and they support me and I 
and it's nice to have that because there are some days where it's it's hard. You know, it can be really hard, especially if you've been you've been on it a, a good while. Um, but sometimes it's easy just to turn the corner. You know, it's easy for a loud little voice to come in. Oh, you can just have that. <laughs> you can oh, just have that. That's you know, so real. It's so real. And but if you have got somebody to be accountable to, that happens less. Plus the fact. You know, you know that I'm at the end of a phone on a text. If you feel like saying like, oh, I feel awful today. And it's like, stick with it. You know, it's just today. It'll pass. Just keep going. When you've got a bit of support, it's it's a lot easier to do. And it always does pass, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's been many a day that mm. I wanted to throw in the yeah. towel. There's many days when we weigh in on the Saturday and I text you and the scales wouldn't move. And yeah. I'd be lying in bed mm-hmm. going, oh, do you know what? Fuck this. Fuck that. Do you know, <laughs> oh, I'm sick of this. Yeah. Oh, it's just not working. Yeah, she knows what she's doing, but it's just not working for me. Uh, do you know what? This probably doesn't suit me. This mm. is probably, I'm not meant to do this. I'm not going to be lying in bed. Mm. And I'd be having like, you know your man from that film, Split? Yeah. There'd be yeah. about 20 personalities going on, having conversations mm-hmm. in the bed. And I'm going, oh, I'm going to give it up. And then I, I, I text you. I remember you sending me that picture. Oh, my shoulders look great today. Oh, my abs don't look as... Mm. What was that picture again? Oh, I stole that from uh, another competitor's page on Instagram, I think it was, about the, you know, the madness of when you're getting lean. One minute you can see, like, veins coming through and the next minute you're all puffy. And, you know, it's just the madness of, of what goes along with, with fat loss and getting lean. You just... And you become sort of... You look at yourself a lot more. I find I look at myself a lot more when I'm trying to cut down, you know. Um, and it's 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 actually I have to be a bit more um, conscious of not doing that. You know, I feel myself starting to do it. I have to stop doing it yeah. because your head. Like I think one. I think I remember one of, one of the days, which was one of the Saturdays. I think I was going away. I was on the way to the airport, wasn't it? When we had a chat and mm. there was one morning, one Saturday where the, the scale hadn't budged or it had gone up slight, slightly. And yeah. that's the thing. It's ever, you know yourself, if the scale is only one measurement, or, you know, and I don't really like to use it that much, but it does help sometimes. But the, the waist measurement is the best, you know, and I think, I mean, you've dropped down from what? You're 29 point something now? and you 29.9 now. Yeah. I was, since working with you, I think I was 34. Yeah. Or 34 yeah. or 33. One was 33, one was 34. The bigger one was 34. That was right below my belly button. That was yeah. 34. The other one was 33. Yeah. But a year and a half, two years ago, I was up to maybe 40. Yeah. I was 90, I was 99 kilos. Mm. Uh, I'm down to 80 kilo, 80 kilo point seven. Yeah. Uh, so I've dropped the guts of nine, 19 kilo but mm-hmm. working with you I've dropped 9 but I've held on to the muscle because when i done that bod pod when I went for that research they done the 20% body fat but it's also something like 72 kilos of lean body mass mm-hmm. and I think in this 17 weeks that I've worked with you I definitely definitely have held on to it because if not I've increased muscle Yeah, we know like uh I've always been interested in weight training, but also when we started working together a couple of weeks into it, you then took over right now my strength training mm-hmm. program, which was more bodybuilding specific. And yeah. I've never really done that. You, we whipped me top off, we looked at me bottoms, you looked at place where it needed to work on different parts mm-hmm. hamstrings, shoulders, back, uh, bilateral movement, lateral movements of single arm stuff, yeah. which I've never done that. I've always just went to the gym. And just lift the pull, push, pull, push, train. Mm-hmm. I never really went bodybuilding 
specific, uh, not because of anything against bodybuilding. I just mm-hmm. wanted to be in the gym and I wanted to lift and push. But working with you, we went kind of specifics. But my point being was, I definitely didn't lose any muscle. If anything, I whacked more mm-hmm. on because my strength has got significantly better. Like my squats have gone up, my hack squats have gone up, shoulder press has mm-hmm. gone up. Yeah, I've been in a caloric deficit. Yeah, I've still made strength gains. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've been I've been pretty uh, pretty chuffed with that. I think over the last seventeen weeks, I don't think it was just the the, the diet that has really changed. My mindset has mm. changed as well, and you even mm-hmm. have noticed that as well. Yeah, you know big I mean? time. Like I was, I was, I'm doing stuff with you now that I would never have done. As in, let's say, what was a Romanian deadlifts? Mm. Never done them before. Good mornings. Wouldn't want to do them because I've had shoulder injuries. Yeah, I've had hip injuries. I've back problems. I've this, I've that. But really, when we've been working together, they've been they've been dissipated. So realistically, it was a psychological barrier. Mm-hmm. I had to get over. Yeah. And so I mean, not only were you were we working together. On nutritional stuff but you've also done the strength stuff with me what do you think were the barriers that i had when we were working together um well going back to what we we're talking about you were talking about earlier on when i had set aside those thousand calories um i can you can only coach somebody you know you you can't actually do it for them and i wasn't sure whether you'd go off or not and then when you finally admitted that you had gone off a little bit and I sort of knew that was going to happen because I thought right he's on this fat loss program now during the week he's going to start seeing it coming off but then what's going to happen is and what my own experience was I used to I did the same before it would be grand during the week and then go a bit mental at the weekend and then but then I noticed it would take five days for me to start feeling better um you know, to drop the water attention I had from the increased sodium. And I knew you'd start to see that eventually and that it was sort of, if you went over the allocated calories, then you were, you know, you're just putting yourself back to the start again. So it just, sometimes you've got to leave people alone as well. Do you know what I mean? When you're coaching them, sometimes you've got to stand back a wee bit and say, okay, well, you know, they have to sort of figure it out for themselves. Sometimes you can give people... What I mean is, I don't mean not cope to them, but what I mean is sometimes, you know, if you know somebody's mindset, because I know we know each other so well and you're a really good friend, I sort of knew your mindset, but I wouldn't maybe not make, (coughs) sorry, the same approach with somebody else. It all depends, but I knew you'd come back around, so I didn't say anything. But I think, um, I think as you got leaner, I don't know whether I'm right in saying this, but I think as you got leaner and you could see it working, I don't know whether you started to trust my judgment a bit more or whatever but I just think when you're linking in with somebody that much like we've got to know each other much better over the past 17 weeks as well and I think when you when somebody sees something starting to work I know when I see something starting to work I'm inclined to trust the person more then so I I think that's what's happened and um and sometimes you know we do need to leave our ego at the door I've had to do the same you know I had to go and get my mobility looked at and you know I have to get that checked all the time you know so sometimes we can push against the wall until we realize right this isn't working anymore you know and yeah, we have ab- to be open absolutely yeah. absolutely and there was a few things going on there I was thinking was one was 
I was absolutely yeah I had linked in with you and we had four or five weeks and I was going out on a few dates going a little bit easier yeah. but I was falling into mm. old behaviours yeah I was rewarding myself for doing well and I was like are you part of a team here mm-hmm. are you working with Karen or you're not yeah. and that's when I said to you like uh, I think I need to cut that out but that was really me saying Do you know what I've been fucking acting the bollocks here mm. for the last couple of weeks now we were losing it was still going grand there oh, was yeah. bits but I would have done exactly what I'd done before or I kept plowing away during the week hardcore balls to the wall mm. then the weekend I'd ease off reward myself mm-hmm. but then I had to say do you know what I need to be accountable to you because you yeah. have to invest in some time in this you yeah. have to be good to me you, this is not the first time we've done this before mm. so let's make behavioural changes yeah. here you know so yeah did I trust you I've always trusted you I've always believed in you I've always believed in you and then not saying that it's not the easiest thing in the world to do to lose weight physiologically it's all the other stuff around Mm. it and you've been through all that and Mm -hmm. I know you have I know that you've been through hardship I know how you'd be able to coach you through it bro I was just I'll just do it this way do it this way because it's it's easy it's easy Mm. I just didn't I didn't I didn't take that little extra step Mm. the last time but then I felt once I linked in with you and said right I'm gonna stop acting the bollocks uh, and we'll take that thousand calories out and put it to the ju- to the during the week kind of yeah. thing. I just found it was a lot easier. Yeah, definitely, and it's easier. I personally think it depends on the person. Like, um, everybody's different. You know that as well as I do. And you're you're not ju- see the thing is that when you're nutritionally coaching somebody, you're not just dealing with their food. You know, you're dealing with the person. You're dealing with their emotions. They're dealing with the behavior habit um psychological stuff absolutely you know and you know that, me and my mood yeah. my mood is up yeah. and down you know and i'm quite open and honest with you i mm-hmm. only tell certain people people that need to know mm-hmm. no fucking telling yeah. everyone but on a daily basis you yeah. know the crack yeah well th- this is it as well and i've been through it myself so like i think that's the part i enjoy is, is helping people stay on track and and helping people sort of helping them believe in themselves that they can get through it you know just just get through today that's all you need to worry about it's a low carb day today you have a high carb day tomorrow like it's yeah. it's gonna be all right and you know just just talk to people and be there for people like a five i mean i had one one client this week who she was a bit wobbly you know but like a couple of texts and she was grand you know you just need to be there for somebody that's I was it fucking seriously wobbly last night <laughs> i was throwing the baby out in the bat or i yeah. was fucking jumping off ship i was giving mm. it up last night uh, yeah, like the days can be seriously well. Let's let's get into like some of the the food. When people are saying, w- mm. "What food do you eat? What's your macronutrients?" Like, I mean, I know we have friends in the gym that don't eat bread. Oh, that one, yeah. I used to not do that either, but now I've got a baguette sitting in the k- kitchen there. I'm gonna have it later on. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's a there's the big bread thing. Um. But look, I've got tested for celiac so many times as well, and I don't have it. Yeah. And there's certain breads that have different effects on me. But yeah. I, d- I have a little bit now and again. But yeah. I try and make sure that the rest of my diet is stuff. Like Absolutely. I, you know. Yeah, like you know that I've been interested in science for years, and yeah. even when I was on a low carb or I was on a high carb, wherever the, the diet was at the time, I've always got blood tests done. I've always got my markers checked, whether it be yep. HCA one, whether it be homocysteine levels. Uh, 
cholesterol ratios, uh, triglycerides, all that kind of stuff. And whatever diet I was on, you know, I'd get them checked. Mm-hmm. So I had no problem doing whatever diet you had said because I'll get my bloods checked and I'll know they're grand. So when people say, oh, that food's bad for you, that's good for you, this, I always say, what does it do? Like mm-hmm. if you eat bread, what's it do? And people just go, oh, it's just bad, you shouldn't be eating it. No. yeah like, it just it's nonsensical so the kind of diet I was on or we'll give people an insight the foods I was eating so Monday would be medium carb day yep. Tuesday was a low carb day yeah. and Wednesday was high carb days mm. and although I'm a low carb zealot for years I loved it I really looked forward to my high carb days yeah. I actually started to have difficulty with the low carb days because yeah, I, I was on low carb for, for a long long time and as I say, I got all my blood markers done. They were brilliant. But my mood was absolutely shit. Mm. And that's, that was like, I was going against the Bible here going, oh, but, but low carbs, brilliant for you. does all these mm. things. But I just wouldn't admit it to myself yeah. that I'm miserable mm-hmm. on a low carb diet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I struggled. I struggled. And uh, it was letting go of that, 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 that uh, obsession I had with it. Yeah. So yeah, Monday would start off, would be my medium day and I'd be having like porridge, Mm-hmm. Fruit, or well, we had to cut the fruits out because I was I had trouble with my irritable bowel. Yeah. Fruits done that to me. You could have some though. Some, yeah, yeah. strawberries and fruits and uh, fruits high in fructose. I I difficulty with. Yeah. So I'd have porridge, I'd have rices. Me end of the day kind of ritual is always like 120 grams of McCambridge brown breads with yeah. butter, uh, Greek yogurt or square yogurt uh, from little. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have a protein bar. Do you know what I mean? These are all kind of foods that people, oh, you shouldn't be eating these on a diet. Yeah. You shouldn't be, you should be eating clean. And like, I have to say, my variety of food is huge. We yeah. can have wherever I want, which was, was deadly. Yeah. Like, it does, there's no uh, kind of restrictions to it. No. And that's the thing. And it's something that had to be, you know, when I, when I, because I knew you and I knew what you liked. So it for, it, Personally, but you, for me, I have to work with the person as they are now until they're open to trying new things. And um, I knew what you liked, and like I knew you didn't have a problem with bread, and like I knew all of that anyway. So, like, you ha- you ha- it had to be flexible enough for you to stick to long term because we're not talking about a twelve to sixteen week cut for stage. Like, we can talk about being stage ready, which you're very close to now anyway. You look fantastic, by the way. Thanks. Um, but if this is long term, you know, and it, and like we're going to go on and then we're going to we're going to go through a muscle building phase as well. So it, it's about working with people where they are now and, and and working with their health markers as well. But I knew yours were all, all right because you told me and you showed yeah. me the results. So it it was easy to work with like of other clients where i've got to do other things yeah. you know i've got to bring them bring down the saturated fat and you know i've got to do other look at at what of what they're doing and but I, I knew that you'd be okay you know like I, I knew you had a bit of a fruit problem we discussed that before yeah. so it was just about keeping in the stuff that worked for you and making sure you were getting your vitamins and minerals in as well oh. but but eating the stuff that didn't bother you and cause you the ibs so you know, sometimes, personally speaking, I can differ as well. I, c- I can't have certain 
vegetables or, or fruits that, that can affect me. I can't have cucumber, for example. Uh, yeah, uh, really repetitive on me as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah. bad. You yeah, want to get bloated that. with it yeah. too. So, it's just where it's going with what works for you, but making sure you're getting lots of color in your diet as well. Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, deadly. Yeah, like I just found it wasn't restrictive. I, I know people yeah. in the job. That one of the hardest things, right, that I find about being on a diet, mm. and uh, I've learned to say no to people, especially my friends and family, when they want to do something. Because I, I learned that in college, you know, I want to do my projects or I want to do something for work. Mm. I just say, no, I can't go. And they yeah. don't be happy. And, yeah. and that's that's probably one of the hardest when I'm lucky. You know, I, I have my kids, but I'm single. But they say no to social events. And you, you really, that's probably the hardest. Yeah. My friends don't understand. And they've been very supportive. They try their best, but they do like want me out or they want to go for carby on yeah. a Sunday. But when it's a low carb day, I'm like, oh, I can't. And I have my food plan. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of the hardest ones. Yeah. But yeah, it, it can be at times. But then there's been times where you've been able to swap your low carb day and your medium carb day around. So if you know you're going to be going out or whatever. Yeah. You oh, know, no, you I can, haven't. You've you been, can, you, yeah, you've taught me about that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. you can switch it around because it's, at the end of the day, it's, it's your caloric intake over the week that we're looking at and not allowing that to sort of tread over into the next week switching things around and well you know well i had 25 grams too much today so i'll drop that down tomorrow mm-hmm. and uh, because that can get out of control as well oh i had 50 too much today i'll just take it off next week not allowing that too much to happen either so uh, while there's a uh, there's no restriction with your diet there still has to be some amount of control and there's no point in it otherwise yeah. you know you see you you know, you, you can't want to lose body fat and look a certain way and have it your own way all the time. No. Unfortunately. No, absolutely. <laughs> Be nice, though. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? I, the girls in the job, especially me, Ma and Sean, when I go over there and have food, mm. I weigh things out. I love weighing things <laughs> out. I like that kind of, that bit of control. Yeah. I like, I just like all that, but yeah. people just think it's alien. My ma was like looking at me going, weighing stuff one day and going, I'd be full by the time you've done all that. I was like, I actually enjoy this shit. <laughs> I enjoy it. Like there must be the yeah. scientists in me or something. That's totally. Like, I'm one for the numbers as well. My mum actually, ne- she, God love her, she actually makes, she, when she knows I'm coming up, she makes room in the fridge for when I'm bringing up my chicken and my turkey burgers and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. but you don't, you know, you don't actually need to weigh, weigh things to lose body fat. There are other methods, you know, that you can apply. Yeah, no, for, like, pe- yeah. like you can guess it and you can, uh-huh. but I don't like guessing. I just like doing it. It's just part of my behaviour. Like, you know, people, oh, do you have to? I says, no, you can have a guess. You, yeah. I'm sure you'd be near enough, but I just like uh-huh. doing that shit. Yeah, me too. I like I like the numbers, and I've been doing that long now. Then, you know, I can I can eyeball things like yourself, like you're saying. And obviously, though, when it comes to competition time, it's different. I, you know, yes, it's a hundred percent strict then, like uh, with numbers and stuff like that. But yeah, you can. There are other ways of doing it. For yeah. for the people out there that think, oh my god, they have to weigh everything. No, you don't. There are other ways of controlling your calories without. I just enjoy that, yeah. but I mean, the, the approach that I went with was mm. that, like, not that I'm going to get on stage. Was like, this is as serious as that. So yeah. I'm gonna, I have a weighing scales in yeah. my house. I have a weighing scales in the job. I have a scales in my own house mm. for for mm-hmm. doing my food, and I'm just diligent with it. Yeah. But yeah, hundred percent. You don't have to do that. You no. know, you don't have to be regimented. I'm not saying this is what everyone should do. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy that part. Yeah, of it. me too. 
but, but people in the job, the girls in the job used to look at me and go, you are bonkers. Well, one girl that <laughs> worked me buddy and work, she was like, you're just nuts. Like, yeah. But it's just, it's, it's, I don't know, it's probably just part of me being in control. Because when I'm mm. not, like if I'm not on it, I'm off it. Yeah. Like, you know, me, like, mm. look at these hands are kind of small, but when it comes to food, I can grab a big load of food and throw yeah. it on the plate go, ah, it's only a little bit. Yeah. It's not, it's fucking no, loads. it's not. And yeah, it's, it's even the likes of, you know, even peanut butter, it's so like Jesus peanut butter how much Christ. can you get on the tablespoon like you can get half a jar yeah the and, and they, give it, they sell it in fucking kilo uh buckets yeah that's just a recipe yeah. for disaster it's better to actually uh, sometimes when i'm wet I'd, i actually just use a teaspoon there's only so much peanut butter you can get on a teaspoon is that yeah well you can try your best to get a lot <laughs> a lot on it but what i'm saying is i wouldn't i wouldn't use a tablespoon for that because it's so easy to overdo on that um any like fat source because it's so mm-hmm. because it's so calorific and in, in, in such a small amount you know um mm-hmm. it's so dense but uh no it, it's i like to weigh things as well and but it's but that's probably just because i've been doing it for so long but uh, as i say that's not you know it's not for everybody which is is fine like you know yeah yeah so we're coming up to the 17 weeks so just yeah. a, just a brief cap yeah cap. so the first four weeks or the first four weeks we had yeah. our, we had the, the calories and the macronutrient getting yeah. me then we got serious i got on point strict as fuck mm. i'd say for eight more weeks then at 12 weeks it was mm-hmm. coming up to my birthday yeah you gave me a week off not a week off you gave me a maintenance week yeah so that right. was I me mean, my calories went up to maintenance you know what i mean so extra carbs fats proteins mm. That, that that week was unbelievable it felt i actually now look forward to when i go back to maintenance yeah that i'll still stick to plan mm-hmm. because when i was on maintenance week for that week i was i was struggling to get all that food in yeah it's I amazing was, isn't it unbelievable i was just mm. sitting in bed one each eating haribo because yeah. i wanted to keep me carbs because i was training legs the next the next day so now thinking when this diet finishes off like we're on to week 17 you've up my calories to half of what maintenance would be like you've added an extra 180 calories there's about 180 calories yeah where you are right now so what i did was take what you should be on against what you are on now and just broke the difference okay so and just add a little bit in and let's see how you go with that for this week and then obviously then it'll be your last week next week before we then start looking at reverse diet and you out why is that important to do that because you've lost you've lost so much body fat in your cells. The reverse diet. What's the what's the the, well, the it, benefits of that? Well, you're bringing your you're bringing your calories up to the maintenance of of what you should be right now. Right. But the reverse diet is. I mean, you can't go from eating, say, for a woman, one thousand six hundred calories a day to eating two thousand five hundred. Like you're yeah. going to store that as fat. Yeah. And that's so why it's a tapering in. Yeah, you've got to taper in and see what way your body's responding as well. Like I respond to high carb. I um so what I do I tend to do is then when I'm when I'm coming out of a cut or when I'm competing or usually when I'm competing, um I I add little bits in just to see how I'm responding to it first. Because when it, when I come out of a cut I'm still doing cardio as well. So I can afford to be a wee bit more aggressive. While I'm still doing the cardio, but then I slow it down a wee bit. Then as the cardio comes out, and then I go into a muscle building phase. So it's it's just important to take your time, but just to make sure you're getting enough calories in as well. So and it's just then about gauging with the person where they're at, and they feel they need a wee bit more. And 
you know, there's there's science and then you're dealing with the person as well. So you've got to try and find a balance between the two. Absolutely. Yeah. Just to mention, though, yeah, that's my training as well as four days away training. Yeah. Upper body. Next one day is upper body. Mm-hmm. Uh, next day is legs. Yeah. Next day is upper body. Next mm-hmm. day is legs. So four weight training sessions yeah. and then four cardio sessions yeah. where I do instead of doing four forty fives, I do three hours. Yes. So now coming up to this week, I'm going to drop one of those down. Right. I'm going to do three forty fives, and then we're up on our calories yeah. a bit. So like just even that just makes sense to do that. Yeah, just I mean? slow instead of just pulling the plug and going mm-hmm. right go back on normal. Yeah, and I give you your body a chance. You know, when we think about science, you know, we talk about homeostatic levels. Yes slowly getting that balance yeah. back equilibrium yeah. mm-hmm. if we just went from 2200 calories straight up mm-hmm. to 3000 it just wouldn't be a good thing to do and pull out the cardio yeah definitely uh and it's it's about getting it right for the person and and making sure they can what they come out of that deficit as soon as possible as well you know what i mean um because it, it's not healthy to be in a prolonged deficit which is why we which is why we, um, you know, we had that sort of maintenance week for you mm. because it, we were doing a long stint that of was fat loss. That really got, that got me motivation back up. Yes, it does. Because 18 weeks, like even the most I've done is like 16 weeks to going into a competition and it's hard graft. It but if you're, if you're, if you don't have that, you know, we didn't, we had a goal, but we didn't have a goal where you were getting on stage or anything like that. But you know, giving you a break, giving you a bit of, you know, mental, because it's so mental as well. Mm. Like, well, I suppose it's all mental, really, oh, the focus, you know. Um, giving you a wee break, bringing the calories up to maintenance of where you were at. Okay, so, and sometimes even dropping the training down a little bit, you know, mm. um, can make the world a difference. And usually then, you know, you're ready for, after that week's over, you're like, right, I'm ready to go again, you know, yeah. so it can really help somebody. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. get their focus back. I'm glad we're doing it this way because yeah. I would have went into that holiday. I've got a holiday in two weeks in yeah. Thailand. I would have went into that holiday two feet first party mode. <laughs> Where now I'm tapering in yeah, and yeah, it's tapering. not just pulling the plugs right away. It. Yeah, like in the 16 weeks, 17, we go 16 because this is the end of the 16 week. I have not missed a training session in no. the gym and I've only missed one walk because it was raining one day and I said I'll do it tomorrow and mm-hmm. just forgot. And by the end of the week, I was like, fuck, I'm to be getting that walk. So in 16 weeks, I've not missed a training session. No, you haven't. And like what you've achieved in these 16 weeks have been phenomenal. Like it's not just it's not just working with you on a, on a nutrition basis, but it's been working with you on a, an emotional level and um, and and. And seeing how, like I've seen you virtually transform, you know, you actually see people starting to bloom um, and they feel better about themselves as well, you know. <coughs> and um, <clears throat> and then as well, you know, we started, we looked at uh, where, uh, where you felt, you felt and and we both looked at, you know, your physique and said, okay. You, you know, looked at my physique and said it. You made yeah. it. You spotted the changes. Don't say saying I didn't. I would have no, just went we and ran together. And ran. No, I just took no. my top off and you went, your shoulders need to go on yeah. long, your, your hamstrings. Yeah. I would just went, ah, it's all grand. Mm. But no, you did. You specifically said mm. it. And I have to say, did, I've never really looked at myself and said, Jay, yeah. you look great. I look great. I've, I feel I've never looked better. You look fantastic. Then I do now. Thanks. Cheers, bud. I do now look and go, geez, I actually look all right. Yeah, yeah. I look well. I never would have said that before. Yeah. 
and yet that is to do with losing the body fat but I have also improved physique wise yes. because of being concentrating on this, this shoulder presses or the single arm mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. I never gave it too much taught years ago yeah. I used to just go in and lift but Jesus yeah it's just been a huge difference and definitely my mindset and that's another thing about weight loss or fat loss or tra- training programs whatever you need to get all your ducks in a row like my my well-being my headspace yeah i've had dips and up and down but that's just me and i'm in a stage in my life now where i've actually owned those yeah with my mental health you know they're gonna come they're gonna go and i'm kind of cool with that now yeah so this was timely to do yeah, this definitely and I, and I say that to people you know if you're gonna embark on a on a diet are you gonna embark on a any kind of goal-driven objective you need to have so many ducks in a row you do uh, um definitely true I mean 2013 I competed at the RIBBF and I was just not ready and I should never have set foot on stage because of the emotional trauma of losing two friends within 10 days you know um, one of my friends came that I'd known from I was a teenager came off his bike and died hit a lamppost like a big post thing and, and died of his injuries and like I was broken hearted I remember being in the in the gym like with tears streaming down my face and but it was still bicep curling you know and that, that just this this not even determination there was just something in me that I don't know why I just didn't say just leave it alone just <laughs> do you know what I mean just leave it alone but there was like a defiance in me or something where I had to do it and I felt like I was doing it for him and because he would have wanted me to keep going but actually <laughs> he probably would have said Carlin come on now yeah. you know you're upset you don't want to be doing and and I actually I have pictures I, I can show you pictures of how I looked two weeks before that competition and then when I found out that he died and what I looked like on stage the right. stress wow yeah unbelievable uh, but it was the best com- I always say it was my best competition because I learned so much about the human body and about myself as well you know yeah. so that that's when our last podcast um, I talked about I needed to stand back a wee bit and that was partly to do with it because I just needed to you know stand back from it all you yeah. know yeah so that's yeah like like going on a weight loss program or trying like you mm. think of anyone in the family yeah. girls men whatever children trying to lose weight it's easy to lose weight physiological just on a physiological on yeah. a physiological level mm-hmm. but it's not just about that no. psychological psychosocial mm-hmm. uh environment there's so many factors mm-hmm. education there's just so many and people just think oh it's to do with low carb oh it's to do with that type of food it's that type. like there's so much there's so so much and i just do say to people you know be kind to yourself yeah. because i want to lose weight but obviously you can only ride one bike at a time like yeah. my mate kev that helps out in this he was cutting for a fight coming up and he's building a house and mm-hmm. i do keep saying to him kev concentrating the house concentrating the house she'll get there you know he's, he's a good athlete he's a high high level of kickbox mm-hmm. and all that he'll pick that back up down the road yeah. you know what I mean but you can only ride one bike now he's in good nick now I'm not saying some bad nick but that is the house to me would be the, the most I'm just using him mm-hmm. as an example mm-hmm. I mean, people out there can grab their own example but it's very hard to either be in a real loving relationship or in a job and, and then concentrate all on weight loss when you give up when you take on one thing you sometimes have to drop another what do you think um yeah depending on what it is like yeah. the likes of the house stuff i mean that's major stress like even moving house is major stress yeah, yeah. like i mean mm. if you come if you, you have a fantastic physique 
generally our social life wouldn't be as good. You know what I mean? Like my uh, my social life wouldn't be up there at the moment mm-hmm. with the yeah. with the lads because I'm focused on this. I'm gonna come back from holidays. I'll go at it again. What we're doing, yeah, but just probably a little bit slower, maybe. Yeah, like well. You know, there are ways, if, if you're out and you're being social, you can still make choices that are going to benefit you. You know, just because you're being social doesn't mean that you have to go out on an all-night bender or, like, or binge us on, you know. you can, That's something I have to yeah, practice. That yeah. is something I definitely have to practice. But you can go out and you can make good choices that aren't going to affect your fat loss. You can, you know, especially if you, it is good then to work with somebody who has been there before, who does have the experience, who does have the knowledge to set you on your way. Because once you learn all that, you can go off by yourself then, you know, and and do it all yourself. And then when you go out, you know, you can have, you know, like you always, for me personally, I talk to the client, I see what they like and I make sure that, you know, we talk about their trigger foods and stuff like that. And I always say to them, right, well, you know, I'm available if you feel you're going to eat that or whatever, like text me or sometimes that's all they need is a wee bit of support to get on their way and knowledge mm. you know so I've got a lot of handouts that I give to people about protein fats carbs and yeah. why we need the protein and fats and educate them yeah. you know and give them wee lists of this is all protein this is all fats this is all carbs so I give a lot to, because I, I genuinely love seeing people feel better in themselves like I love seeing you come into the gym and sometimes I feel like crying because, <laughs> because I just see you I've seen you change you've seen you blossom and really open up as a person like yeah well this year has not just been this year has been a difficult year yeah. as you know with mm-hmm. my break up in, in February or in uh, yeah in, in February February yeah for the end of January that was horrific you know that was such a life changing experience uh, you know lots of things coming off mm. me antidepressants in January there's been loads of change in my life, you know, education, stuff in the job, my own family life. Like, it's been a difficult, difficult yeah. year. And then for to do this, I actually feel more proud of myself that I've done this. You know, I've always said in 2018 that I hope to be able to, or at the end of this year, to look back and go, yeah, it was a difficult year, but look where I've achieved the yeah, podcast, absolutely. this. So, yeah, I think it's been timely. And when you see me happy and all, yeah, it's about to die. But it's about all of it. It's yeah. about all of my life. Yeah. This has come along and it's kind of complemented it, really. Definitely. And like when you said earlier on that you can look at yourself and think, oh, I look okay. And we're always, we're our own biggest critics. I know I am, certainly. You know, and if I'm if I'm thinking, oh, I look okay, like I'm quite happy. I'm very happy with how I look now. Um, but like a while ago, it wasn't like that, you know. I wasn't happy with how I looked and... Uh, but it, the fact that if you can turn around and say, oh, I think I look OK, that's what you like to you. That's what you look like to yourself. So imagine what you look like to other people yeah. who aren't constantly picking at your faults. You know what I mean? Oh, like just, I still I'm, I'm still very body faults, conscious. You know? I'm still yeah. like I won't go in holidays and whip me top off. It's just, it's just not something you I'll should do. be strutting around that bitch like a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Honestly. not going to. I, I know. I know. I just don't do it. Uh, I, I'm still body conscious. I yeah. won't whip me top off. I'm still not at, a, at that stage yet. It's probably because right. I was always kind of a fat kid, you know. Yeah, from me too. Cute. It was a bit chubby. Yeah, same, mm. same as myself. So probably that's, I still have a little bit of insecurity there that I don't whip it off, you mm. know. That's why when me and you talk about putting pictures on Facebook uh, to show people the amazing work that you've done and we've done together. Uh, it's still, I'm still struggling with that part because I don't want to, People think I'm showing off or taking yeah. me top off. and These are my insecurities. Yeah. Not people are going to say yeah. bad things about me. 
I still have some body con uh, body conscious issues, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm working on it. Yeah, definitely. But it's the best I've. I mean, I've known we've known each other from when 2012, six yeah, years about yeah, that. Yeah, probably that long. And I've never seen you as confident in yourself. Yeah, I, I would hundred percent agree yeah. with that. So the the growth, like you say, over the last and the the change in the mindset and being a bit more open and, you know, putting away sort of old ideas that you had. I've had to do all that as well. It's like, you know yourself, how much I've been working on my mobility and like, look at my squat now. It's like I'm delighted with, you know, but I had to go to I had to go to somebody because I'd I'd injured myself and I, I knew I was doing something wrong and I couldn't pin it down. Absolutely. You know, so I had to, I had to go and, and see Tom, you know, and, and now it's grand, like, so. Yeah, I remember when you said to me, when, we, when I said, we'll start doing so, when you said you want me to have a look at your, your training program, mm. I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, because yeah. I was thinking in my mind, she's going to fucking say deadlifts. <laughs> she's going to say Romanian deadlifts. Yes, she's going to say this, and I'm going to go, no, I don't do them because I'm injured, I don't mm. do them because... And you and that's exactly what you said. Yeah. I mean, de- we're gonna do some deadlifting and I'll know we're fucking not. Yeah. But I had to get over that. Yeah. I just can't do deadlift with wide grip, but I could do narrow grip yeah. because my hip mobility and all that. Mm-hmm. But like I'm doing stuff that I've never done before. So not only yeah. have I changed physiologically, my psychological approach to training, mm-hmm. I I've I've got over certain barriers that I yeah. just put it put in yeah. myself and like, the same sure I do the same myself and I had to be more open so to, like at the minute I'd be, be working on more trying to my lats were very poor so I'm working on trying to get my lats up you know get more widths to my back and stuff like that because I I kept shut I had a bit of tennis elbow on my left arm I hated do you know the pull you know the actual pull-ups yeah. with the pronated grip yeah I just didn't have the strength to do them. So I really have to put the effort into practicing them now and doing like the, you know, the scalp pulls, scapula pulls and all that there. Like I have to, I have to do it, you know, if I want to get where I want to be. Yeah. Not just close it down thinking it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Myself and Scotty, my old training partner, I don't think we've ever trained as hard since yeah. we follow your program. Yeah. We used to train and I'd say we probably went that uh, 65%. No, we used to train hard enough we used mm. to go at it but not as specific yeah not as regimented you know we used to do and we did the same things mm. over and over again we used just to go in it's a gym has always been a social event for me as well yeah. i just love it's part of my life but over the last say i don't know how long are we doing this program now seven weeks eight weeks just yeah, the weight so. the, yeah. the training like part that. of it not the diet the nutrition mm-hmm. but yeah we've never trained as hard yeah, well, I, I sort of cater. Well, when we looked at your physique together, I sort of right, okay, I need to bring the shoulders up a wee bit. And you sort of told me how you wanted to look, and you showed me pictures of how you wanted to look, and I could see that there was a definitely um, your quads are fantastic, but there was a little bit more then of you know bringing up of your hamstrings and that as well, and mm. like um, so because there was only a short period of time before you went away I thought right let's get the big drop sets in on the shoulders because they're brutal oh, but the work Jesus <laughs> Christ you should hear a yeah. scream like fucking like little girls yeah like, the drop sets are hard oh jeez yeah. and we, we, we start off pull ups and we do the single arm pull downs mm. but the two of us are saying you know what shoulders today don't you and he's like oh yeah. for fuck's sake not drop set shoulders <laughs> our, our weight our way. weight hasn't gone up on those though because we do uh-huh. 20, 17 and 15. We're doing them the same. But yeah. But if you can get through that full set without oh, yeah, any breaks, then then you've done well. Because at the start, of, if I remember rightly, you were you're having to stop every now and again. 
yeah. you were having to stop some, and that's what I have to do myself. Sometimes if I've hit a plateau in my strength, I've I've got a drop set to to try and get past it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. going. Oh, oh, tough as fuck. <laughs> I know Scotty's, Scotty's feeling the pain. Gotta be uh, done though. A lot of volume, a lot of volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm looking forward to going away in the holidays, and uh, I hope the fucking god when I come back, I'm as motivated. You've got no choice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Your arse will be kicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You'll be back on track within a few days. It'll just be a couple of days of sort of, oh, yeah, you know, just getting back onto it again and then you'll be fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. But no, we've got big plans. So we keep, we keep checking in. I keep doing reviews. I actually like these reviews. I'm sure I'm missing something. Is there anything I'm missing about it? I think that I covers know. it, doesn't it? I think so. Yeah, it's been great working with you, though. No, and I'm it, delighted to be working with it, you. I would recommend anyone to do it, anyone yeah. in any kind of professional mm. capacity. If you're into computers, whether you're painting, decorating, anything, step over and talk to a colleague, talk to a fellow professional, doctors, mm. whatever. Yeah. You will learn so much about yourself. You will learn so much about your own profession. Mm-hmm. Like, I will take so much from working with you into clients that I work with yeah. not that I be doing personal training as much mm-hmm. because I teach classes training conditioning classes just more like fun <clears> classes <throat> yeah but I will take a lot from this I've learned so much from me this has opened my mind to yeah. saying I don't know something more. I've always been okay with that but I've learned so much about being mm-hmm. a professional and working with another professional yeah I'm the same savage I'm the same I'd, like I have to I go to a couple of people for help you know um but, and I like to bounce off those people because, look, let's face it, nobody knows everything. Like, we really don't. And no, me and your students I, of life, exactly. we always say that. And if I get into that space where I think I know everything, excuse the language, but I'm just fucked, you know, because I'm never going to learn anymore. And I need to remain teachable as well, even though I'm I'm doing well at what I, at what I do. But I don't know everything, which is why, you know, I was over in London a few weeks ago at that conference, which, my God, I... I learned so much more at that conference, you know, because and I want to I want to learn more and more and more. You know, yeah, I want to yeah, keep yeah. going. I want to be better. I want to be able to provide a better service. I want to be able to, you know, learn more about hmm. about how to how to help people, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing about you is that it's not just your nutrition. It's not the course. If you bring mm. so much to the table, all your life experience, all the other stuff, it's not just, as we say, from anyone listening to this, weight loss training is not just about the nutritional no. training there's so much more it's the lifestyle yeah. it's the environment it's the psychological it's the psychosocial there's, there's tons and tons and tons it's not about whether it's what protein bar to eat what McCambridge bread to buy they're no. just tiny 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 parts of it yeah it's it's the whole picture yeah. isn't it yeah definitely and it's helping people become aware of maybe a behavior that they have and and then once they become aware of it they can start to change it and it's it's just great point because yeah. that's it my mm-hmm. behavior was behavior. slipping back into old yeah. behaviors and that's after mm-hmm. four weeks so i had to say hold on a second mm-hmm. here i'm not doing what i'm meant to be doing uh-huh and and sometimes you know sometimes people might not be ready to see that behavior and they don't want to let go of it and you've got to deal with that as well you've got to de- so you've only you can only deal with what you can at that point and then as time goes on it just gets easier and easier and like i've had to deal with myself as well so oh, time went off, i had to you know be more open to things and you, you know and that was like me when i handed over control of the nutrition and then you start bringing in the trainer program i was like oh yeah. i don't want to do deadlift but I found once I opened up and I let control go and mm-hmm. I started to believe in what you were doing, you know, with mm-hmm. the training, mm-hmm. it just got easier. If you had said to me, do this, do that, I'd be like, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Yeah. My mind became, the floodgates opened to yeah. 
Definitely. Whatever you would say. Yeah. I went, yeah, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. And now you and Scotty go hell for leather in the gym. It's great. Well, oh, you go I hell for leather. leather. He goes fucking 70%. He's going to kill to Scotty, you when he hears this. I know he does. He's deadly. I was training today on my yeah. own and I missed a little yeah. fucker. Yeah. I know. I actually you know. enjoy training with him. I thought we might have to break up when I started up this program, but mm-hmm. no, we're, we're still together. Yeah. Like Bert and Ernie. Definitely. Well, when you get back, we can do a leg session, but I'm still... Uh, there's a tiny a couple of little pulls in my injuries but other than that I'm, I'm doing really well my my, uh, my lifts are getting back up there which I'm happy about without pain and that, what I'm focusing now on is the quality reps you know and yeah and I've watched your training yeah. and I've watched your squatting yeah, yeah. that's come on savage that's yeah. savage right come here absolutely enough about me I'm actually sick to death talking about me here come here you're now your business is up and running it and is. I'm just hearing left right and centre the different types of people coming along it's yeah. not just uh, girls looking for weight loss it's lads looking for weight loss it's lads looking for training mm-hmm. boxers trying to make weight yeah power lifters coming to you about making weight for competitions fantastic I love it you've got such a variety of clients coming in the door now what's your approach with all that is it just as you say again person centred person centred sports Absolutely. specific Sports specific, personal centred, working with where they are now. I've had to, you know, I've, a couple of boxers have made weight and um, it's been great. But we haven't had to starve, no starvation, no dehydration um, because I've been able to bring what I what I have learned myself um, from even even the fitness and bodybuilding industry. Um, I've been able to apply that and um, like it, but you've got to work with a person where they are. But it's different with a boxer making weight because they have to make that weight. So they'll go up into the next category or whatever, you know. So yeah. it's just, you know, but but you have to do it in a safe way as well. But it's, it is it is really person-centred because, you know, you've got to listen to people. First and foremost, you've got to listen to them and see what they can do right now. So you say to them, OK, what, what, what are you willing to do right now? And they'll tell you this, that and the other. And then you just work with that. So what I do, usually the first thing I do with somebody is set their protein. Okay. Because, and to be honest with you, most people just are not eating enough. It's, it's all carb based. And, uh, you know, carbs, OK, they're important as we know. But um, that's why it's important that I give them then the sheet of why we need the protein and why it's important. So they're getting the education and they're not listening to, you know, the Sun newspaper or reading closer magazine yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah, abs- so it is absolutely. definitely it is definitely p- person-centered definitely without mm. a doubt can we can we go, just go back to the boxing part right yeah we both, we're both interested in performance mm-hmm. right and we're talking about weight loss how do we change the culture now i'm not talking from a, a boxing background i don't have any back, uh, boxing background yeah. i'm just looking from the outside in mm-hmm. to me it seems like the most important thing is just the weight cut, yeah. weight cut, weight cut. Yeah. And that's all I'm hearing right now with the Conor McGregor weight cuts, Darren Till, all these things. Yeah. But you, you're you now moving into the to the boxing. I am, thing. yes. What will your approach be for people trying to make weight? How will, how will you go about it? Not how will you do it specifically, what kind of the, the attitude will you want them to have? Well, first and foremost, I will not starve or dehydrate anybody. Um, fantastic and the reason for that is you're dealing with a human being you know and you it's also you know what I learned in my course the course that I did it's you know we have a responsibility to other people and you don't need to starve or dehydrate anybody to make weight you know if you're working with somebody closely and you're good at what you do you don't need to do that you know um 
I personally, you know, we didn't learn. We didn't learn that. We didn't learn to starve or dehydrate anybody. We learned to keep a fighter or other whatever combat sport or, you know, whatever it is where you have to make weight, you know, keep them close to their weight. You know, and monitor their intake and work with them and look just, at their behaviour and look at all that stuff, you know. Yeah, it just seems so easily done. Like, mm. theoretically, it seems so easy. If a fighter is, let's say, weighing in a 70 kilo, yeah, keep them at something like 60 or 75, or 75 as close to, to, to exactly. it as you can and then come the weigh-in times. You, you can spend all your time on performance, performance, performance. That's it. Instead of weight cut, weight cut. Because, you know, as soon as we, we, we start cutting weight, your heat starts cutting away, performance is going to diminish. Glycogen goes down, water hydration goes down. Performance mm-hmm. is absolutely, cognition is going to go down. Yeah. It seems like that seems to be the most important. I and mean, then they lose performance. Yeah. I know from personal experience when I, and I don't dehydrate for bodybuilding competitions and the figure competitions anymore because I know, I know better now. But at the start, it didn't. So doing all that water loading and depleting myself of minerals, <laughs> and yeah. I was wondering why I was coming in flat, you know. And and I would stay a bit sort of wired for a couple of days after that, being yeah. dehydrated. Now, you know, if I was to dehydrate and then go in and try and do, you know, try and train, like I'm not going to be able to lift for shit. Yeah. How am I supposed to perform? Yeah, so you know? how do boxers do that? I just, I just, it should be all about the performance. It's probably, I, I'm really only saying this looking from the outside in, is it a culture thing, you know? Mm. Top athletes or top boxers over the years have done it. They've yeah. lived a, a bad life outside the gym and as soon as they get their fight date, they'll do a 12-week yeah. camp, yeah. they'll cut the bollocks out yeah. themselves. Yeah. They should be staying. And kids see that and yeah. then think, oh, that's the way it's done. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, from just from my own experience, like, look, I, I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm only, I'm only really involved in this industry recently so i'm no expert far from it but um you know i have helped two kids make their weight and they didn't need to starve and they didn't and need been to happy dehydrate and the energy uh one one lad there he fought the other week and i said so i asked him look how was your energy level so you know before the fight i gave him vitargo you know uh, like a good bit before the fight so he had a lot of immediate energy going into the fight and and then he like during the day he was getting, you know, um, fast carbs in in every meal to make sure he was he was getting carbed up and he well for the fight and stuff like that. So a good bit of rice and stuff in his meals. Mm. And he he said he didn't, you know, he only started to get really tired then at the start at the third at the end of the, sorry, the start of the third round. Whereas before he was starting to get knackered, you know, after the first round. It just, so it just makes, makes sense. such and a difference. Unbelievable. And like what we said earlier, I haven't missed the training session. Yeah. And it's not because I've been pig stubborn yeah. and I've gone through injury. Mm-hmm. I haven't. My injuries haven't been there. I've I've recovered better. Yeah. My recovery because my protein is mm-hmm. beyond check. Yeah, yeah I've been definitely. calorie deficit. Yeah. But I've been looking after myself outside. So so that just yeah. goes to show performance yeah. is better when you look after your nutrition and definitely i think it's a great shout that uh white church boxing has brought you in yeah oh, i love working with them like they're great they're great they're a great bunch of people up there you know and i love working like you know with the trainers and like just just helping people out like it's great you know and, yeah. and being able to see somebody you know being able to see that it works and you said they've got more energy yeah. you know going into a fight and it's great that the, the boxing coaches can do the boxing. You yeah. come in and look after the weight management stuff. Yeah. You know, the boxing mm-hmm. stuff. They can do the psychological mm-hmm. as well. Keep the kids prepped up That's and all it. that. 
and then you bring it into nutrition to nutrition yeah. and it'll increase the performance it definitely seems so simple to me because maybe because obviously i have a background in, in in sports science and knowledge and physiology it all seems so simple for me mm. i just wish that clubs would do this it'll just benefit them it'll benefit the kids yeah definitely and like it's for me personally speaking um i know like this whole like dehydration thing and going into a sauna and all and you know that's all old old practices that people have been using for years and as i say i'm no expert on this i just want to say that in case you know when dehydrate somebody you don't know what's wrong with them inside you don't Mm -hmm. know if they're carrying some heart defect that has never been diagnosed you could kill somebody it's very dangerous yeah and then how you supposed to you know, your muscles are supposed to perform when you don't have any electrolytes in there. Like, I mean, what grows in the on. desert when there's no rain? You know, <laughs> yeah. nothing, nothing. You know, Definitely. and you're going to spray a load of water in there mm-hmm. like 24 hours later. It's just not going to, yeah. nothing's going to grow. And it's just, it's very dangerous to dehydrate someone and, and glycogen deplete them. Because yeah. we both know that takes three, four days to, to be re- re- replenished. Sure. As, as I know myself through personal experience, and that's all I really have is personal experience. And uh, what I can apply. Um, you know, it, it did take me, and 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 it's not just then the dehydration and recovering from that. You've got the adrenaline of what you're doing as well, which is so exhausting. Absolutely. You know, um, I'll be, I'll be honest. I mean, I've never I've never fought in a ring. I've done karate, but that you know, yeah. semi contact. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. but I've never fought in a ring. No. But but I know what that adrenaline feeling is like on the day of say a competition, so I can relate it to. Yeah. But I have never stood there and, and took a barrage of punches. So yeah. you're dealing with that, and you're dealing with the f- the physical side of it as well. The strength that you have to endure in a ring. Like, I mean, yeah, there's a lot to know, factor there's in. There's a lot to take in. I yeah. just think from a from a physiological process, it's very easily done if you do it timely. Mm-hmm. If you t- if you start kids off six months out, eight months out, teach them the 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 practices mm-hmm. you know that it's not last minute.com to, to strip weight no because then parents get panicky the coach get panicky and they do all these kind of things. i don't That's know it. what the insides of stripping weight is all about with, with coach i don't know it so i'm not going to comment on it but i know it's easily done if you do a six eight months out and teach through education through proper behaviors what do you reckon i think so too and it is again it's all about it's about education and, and working with the person where they are and what they're and what they're able for you know and and keeping food in you know oh, yeah. you need to keep food in the plan um food is fuel exactly uh but I, I just think it's for me personally you're dealing with human beings and you've got to be careful and you've got to do it right good practice proper practice that's just my opinion oh, I'm now, 80%, just right practice. i'm not saying people are doing wrong mm-hmm. they know more than we do i'm just saying from from our point of view from my background and your background it would more bang for buck if you just done it yeah. six eight seven yeah. so it's the same as even like I, I you know I go back to the whole fit, the figure and the competing because it, it's what I do but it's, it's got the same principle I stay now closer to my stage weight so like I'm 10 to 12 pounds off my stage weight hmm. so I know that I'm going to have an easier time off it you know when I go in the next time you know yeah. because because I've stayed close I've stayed lean yeah you know so any any sort of sport where you have to, you know, make a weight, it's good for you to even. 
There's a lot of boxers doing that now, like who we only talking about the other day, Carl Frampton. Carl Frampton, we were talking about. Now he's, I mean, you can even see a difference in his, I think you can see a difference in his shape. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's he looks like a different man. And he's linking him with a lot of sports science uh, colleges. Uh-huh. I see yeah. that on, on uh, Instagram. And yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah. And I think, and like White Church have brought you in, I think if clubs could do that, get mm. somebody in that knows yeah. their nutrition, not just what we used to always do. Yeah. And look, these are ran by community people and they're ran That's by right. people volunteering and That's fair right. play to them, absolutely fair play to them. I'm not judging them by any means. I'm just saying if they do it this way, performance mm-hmm. will be better and kids will be, uh, be able to make weight a little easier and they could change it. the knowledge and culture of boxing. Definitely. And that, that's another reason why I, I keep studying and I, I keep I go to these conferences and all because, I mean, one one of the co- the conference I was at, one of the talks um, mm. was actually on a fighter's making weight. So it was brilliant for me to be at as well, yeah, you know, yeah. because I, I learned so much from it as well. Yeah. And that was, again, you know, the message was you don't you don't cut, you know, you don't dehydrate, you don't yeah. starve. It's about and it's staying, cl- it's staying close to the. I've the done, fight weight. I've done a lot of coaching like with different boxers, GA and soccer and I have to say I love mm. I loved coaching mm-hmm. uh, kids in the box and watch your yeah. thoughts on their coachability that they're easy to coach, aren't they? Um I just uh, they're great wee persons. I, I just It's a different mindset though to, to football. I done soccer and then I yeah. done that. And I'm not saying the soccer were bad, but I really mm. enjoyed working with kids in boxing. Yeah. I'm trying to get it I'm trying to get into the soccer now as well. But um no, I, lo- I love working with them, you know. They're yeah. good fun. Yeah, absolutely. They're great fun. Absolutely. So what's on the cards for, for you? What's what's in the plans? Training ah, wise, no. competitions, what's happening? Well, I've got a few things going on with the nutrition. I've got a good few clients now. Obviously, I'm working with White Church Boxing Club now as well. So that's there's a lot of stuff coming up, up for that in the new year, which is brilliant. Um, I'll, I'll compete in the new year too. And uh, yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just trying to trying to put a few things together. I don't want to say too much. I don't like to give it away, you know. Yeah, keep us <laughs> guessing, know? keep us guessing. guessing. What's but the competition you're going to do in the new year? Then? That's the, really I want to know. Oh, I'm doing the 15th of June. I think I got the date, if that's right. It's the British Natural Bodybuilding Federation. I've competed with them before. Really like how it's run. Um, so I'll be doing master's figure there. Now I'm hoping with my calculations and how I'm looking from my progress pictures the other day, I, I'm looking like I'm only 10 to 12 pounds off competing. I think over the past sort of year, 15 months, it looks like I've been able to gain about six or seven pounds of muscle fingers crossed That's anyway fantastic, fantastic. which you'll see a lot on me because I'm, I'm small yeah but um yeah so i'm i'm working three days a week in an office and a f- the other couple of days now i'm working on my nutrition stuff so I did, i've done you know corporate events and stuff as well that went down really well actually deadly yeah deadly, i love it and yeah. you, you gave me a couple of insights the way you run them the little workshops the little yeah. breakaway groups yeah. sounds mm-hmm. savage i just wish i was there yeah. to see it sounds deadly yeah, well maybe i'll invite you along maybe to the next one but um deadly. it's it's all about getting people thinking that's what it is uh, and again I don't want to give it away <laughs> you're not giving it I thought we were no, friends this is away. really after but, uh, testing our no, friendship the thing is look, every coach out there has got their own wee way and I've got my own wee way yeah. as well so it's the best thing I ever did starting this I didn't think it was going to take off well, it as well you. it really suits you suits your personality yeah uh, it really does when you think about people and you think about well, their job types now this really has come the time yeah. for you I do genuinely love helping people and, and I love people seeing that with a smile on their face. So, like, if you can 
if you can help make somebody else's day like yeah. you can't really beat that i don't think fantastic yeah. so i have to end on this uh what would you like people to take away from this interview after listen to you what's the one thing you'd like them to take away that if you really want i suppose don't give up like if if you're struggling you know have an open mind i suppose have an open mind park your old thoughts to the side and, and maybe be a bit open to trying something else yeah i had to do it myself like we've both had to do it. absolutely when i show if i do show pictures mm-hmm. of this on facebook or whatever that i won't tell i won't want people to think this took me 20 weeks or this took me 42 years i'm 42 years trying to figure out my mental health yeah. understanding accepting myself this is not just about weight loss my oh, whole sure. life has changed i'm yeah. not saying it's fixed i'm not saying i'm ready i'm, I'm a mm. new me but it, it wasn't the 20 weeks it's it's i've been at this a long long time so people think oh i'm never going to get there ever just stay in the race just keep plugging away definitely just keep going in the direction that you want to go definitely. even if it's not linear it's left it's right yeah just keep plugging away do and oh a big one is to you know have the courage to listen to yourself you know and 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 what i find uh, from working with people as well it can be hard for people to say no you know there's a lot of fear you know, oh, so yeah, much yeah, fear yeah, but yeah. like I, I had to do the same I had to park my fears aside and, and think right okay I'm going to go with what I feel inside here Um, yeah. but yeah just keep plugging away keep going and don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it a million percent yeah. that's the one Definitely. I've learned about mm. yeah, as a professional right so Carolyn Harvey so if anyone out there wants to get involved with nutrition or wants to mm-hmm. get in touch with Carolyn Harvey OSA Nutrition you're yeah. on Facebook you're on Instagram I Twitter. am yeah I'm on all social media at the minute I'm still I'm ga- there's no I'm actually gathering content now for my website I mean there's no point in putting a website up if you've no content you know so I'm, I want the I want the website to be like have a lot of stuff on it before I go there but yeah I'm, I'm on over all over social media as ISA Nutrition or you know Carolyn at ISA Nutrition or you can email me at Carolyn at ISA Nutrition dot IE yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. hopefully people got an insight to your approach yeah. because it's brilliant it's holistic it's person centred it's knowledgeable it's scientific it's, mm. it's all the bells and whistles and I'm not just blowing smoke up your hole because you're a mate like mm. like purely objective mm-hmm. you have an, an excellent mm-hmm. package to sell you have all your experience mm-hmm. and you have the knowledge to back it up you know your emotion social intelligence not sort of blown smoke we hold i'm saying it is all of it it's everything it's not just the, the education and doing no, burpees and squats and <laughs> a few uh, chicken breasts no there's there's more to it than education like you because i say you are dealing with human beings at the end of the day and yeah. you know you everybody's different and to be a good coach means you've got to listen to them and not and not sort of force your ideas but give the ideas when people are open to listening to it and work with them where they are yeah. that's what it's all about really and it could take people five weeks it could take people five years you know it, yeah. but it's and and help give them them confidence and belief in themselves absolutely yeah carolyn harvey osa nutrition thanks for coming on the show thank You're you for asking me yeah deadly thanks a lot <laughs> okay so there wraps up another tremendous interview as always i'd like to thank my supports noel royley from rooney media noel has been in the graphic design business the last 20 years and producing quality work for the last couple of years, they've been the chief graphic design for the college prospectus at UCD. Um, I've been using his services the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, producing posters for health and fitness stuff and always, always produce quality work. So check those guys out. Also, 
my old pal Carolyn Harvey from ISA Nutrition. For anybody interested in dropping body fat, gaining muscle, maintaining a healthy body weight, getting rid of some nutritional ailments, she's your woman. If you're also interested in competing bodybuilding competition, male or female, I would recommend her. I am currently working with Carolyn Harvey and the success has been phenomenal. I have done a review already and I plan to do more. But if nutrition and strength condition, that area is something that you'd like to get coaching or advice on, I would check it out. And the prices are really, really good, really good, better than a lot that's out there. So I recommend you check her out. Also, Miel Crew, Kevin Doyle, sound editing and just producing and just support. Absolutely legend, Kevin. And Miel, mate, Aaron Kyo, social media. Lads, are brilliant. The team uh, would be lost without you. Okay, so that just leaves me to thank my listeners thanks a lot for listening i will urge you please 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 share this with family and friends we're on itunes soundcloud spotify all the kind of podcasts mediums that are out there we're we're on them right away across we also have a youtube channel and so check us out on that please go on to itunes please subscribe please leave a delicious review we love it absolutely love it so that's all the plugging i'm going to do for this podcast As always, I will say to you, please show yourself compassion. Please spend some time with love and kindness in your life. Because if you are kind and loving to yourself, you will project that to the rest of the world. And if we all could do that a small percentage of our day, the place would be a nice, nice place to live. Right, wherever you are in the world, mind yourself. Have a great day. Bye-bye.